practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. That's my job, Henning. Uh, we spent go- half an hour figuring that out last time, so it's good. I know, and we got storched for it. Scorched? <laughs> storched. Yeah. <You> storched. <laughs> Isn't that, that a new Pixar movie that's out? Storch? Storches? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's about a stork that flies too fast. Really? Yeah. To storks? He delivers babies. He only delivers white babies, though. <laughs> Hey, I, I got to say, all right, all right, hold on, hold the phone. This podcast has been going in a very intense direction the last few episodes. Should we say no no mention of president-elect, what's his name? Or else you get raspberry of, of the year for that. So we, it's, it's like a game of chicken. Who can go the longest without mentioning <laughs> Trump or something to do with him? Raspberry. It's tough. It's tough. Oh, we haven't started yet. Oh, okay. Oh, no. No. Oh, wait. What do I have to say? What do I have to say? Anything? No, no, no. I just, <laughs> I'm going with, a, by the way, all right, we haven't started yet. Do you guys see all of a sudden, remember what I told you about my, <laughs> I, how I don't trust Michael Douglas? Yes. Do you see all those pictures yes. about, of Michael Douglas hanging out with Donald Trump over the last 40 years? <laughs> you got a sixth sense for these things. I knew it. So I feel like I beat myself up because I feel lately I've been beating a lot of easy targets up. Curry, <laughs> Douglas. Douglas, uh, is, Douglas deserves it. Uh, pervert. Did you hear what? <laughs> did you hear Douglas uh, threw uh, fucking Val Kilmer under the bus? No, I didn't. He was he was doing an interview and they were like, because he had that like throat cancer or something, you know, like. Esophageal Puss- cancer from eight. Yes. So he was Douglas doing an interview and they asked him how he was doing. He's like, I'm doing great. Val Kilmer. Just saw him recently. Same thing. He's dying. <laughs> Val Kilmer could use a lose, used to lose a few pounds, I'm saying. But then they interviewed Val Kilmer and he's like, Val- Michael Douglas is a liar. <laughs> Why do you, what do you think? What do you think Kilmer did to Douglas? That Kilmer doesn't remember, though. Yeah, why did he bring I, it up? I wonder, because I think what sparked it was they were talking about that movie they made together, The um, the Something in the Darkness. Ghost they in the Darkness. They were both like, Ghost in the Darkness, yeah. I think it was just free association. He went, Ghost Darkness, uh, Val Kilmer, yeah, he's dying. <laughs> I bet Val Kilmer gave him, an, gave him a hairy eyeball at the palm or something. <laughs> <laughs> Cut him in line at the coat check. You don't screw oh, Douglas. Du- the old scrotum Botox facility. <laughs> I think Michael Douglas. Uh, Michael Douglas has a, uh, you know, it's like uh, sins of the father, or I don't know who says that, but I think people say that. Usually, it's like in association <laughs> with the Kennedys, where it's like, you know, the kids will all pay for daddy's dirty deeds, and Michael Douglas's son is just this. He's a troublemaker. I was gonna say he's Letch. in jail. I think yeah, but I I think he might be out of. Is he still in jail? I think so. I think he went away for like a good chunk of time. He may be out. I don't is know. Is he famous? Is he in acting? Oh no. What's he do? He's famous for the amount of drugs he can put in his body. He sells. He sells. Ex- I, he went to Easy Peasy Jail because Douglas, uh, you know, schmoozed the schmoozed judge. some Edo like judge. <laughs> Smooth. Romance the stone. <laughs> he romanced some judge's stone, and uh, 
he uh, he got his son like you know just a, a light sentence in like a white collar prison, and then his son like started an ecstasy drug smug or I, I think it was heroin drug smuggling ring, and they caught him. And they went, "Oh, you're going to the fuck, you're going to Sing Sing." So he got like someone's going to be romancing your stone. Oh yeah, watch those kidney stones. Jewel of the Nile is going to be some guy named Spikes. It's going to be some guy named Niles. <laughs> <laughs> Niles Jewels. <laughs> when I worked for Whole Foods, I uh, we I did delivery with Mitch and Justin, and we delivered to like West Village, East Village, like all those beautiful houses. And I got led into a, a house, like way further than I should have been because the maid thought I guess I look like uh, Michael Keaton's son. Ooh! <laughs> so she let me in and kissed my butt until she saw I had like a. A slave shirt on. They're like, get out of here, you piece of shit. She's got all those holes you in her shoes. Yes, exactly. I didn't know Michael Keaton had a son. I mean, Douglas. Oh. oh. <laughs> Michael Keaton does have a son. I bet Michael Douglas's son does have, like, a Whole Foods shirt. All those, <laughs> like, like, you know, it's one of those gnarly... rich, privileged kids, like, uh, you know, who just uh, – it's like that movie that uh, uh, either Tim or Eric made. Did you see that? About some uh, uh, well-to-do Manhattanite's son who was spurning all his wealth and was just like getting drunk and living in this boat in the Hudson River. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. Oh, it was like the skiz or something. It was, was it like a like, one-word thing. Was it trying to go legit with Tim and Eric? Yeah, it was. Or? he was trying to be – it was very Serious? artsy. Mm-hmm. And part of it was like – I don't give a fuck, but then when he needed, like, he's like, I don't give a fuck, but then he'd, like, as an adventure, go in a taxi cab and be like, I'll give you $10,000 to let me drive your taxi, and he would just drive around and get drunk. Oh, so they just took, it's kind of like a fucking Brewster's millions kind of like, he's rich, but he doesn't want to spend his money till he has to. No, it's like he's rich, but he's embarrassed that he's rich, because he wants, is it called hipster? Because he really wants to be a... Like a Williamsburgy scumonite. <laughs> but they're all rich. Yeah, but they all don't want to admit to being rich, I don't think. Maybe that's shifting and Trump's a raspberry. Did we start? We didn't start yet. <laughs> oh, that was definitely the first. You got it. We didn't do a. Uh, make it three uh, minutes. You got a dude in me? Dude in you? A dude, dude? Yeah, you got a dude. All right. Normally we do a. I'm not going to go behind the curtain. <laughs> what do you mean? My, were my levels low? No, your levels are left, but I normally take a uh, do a tester. Oh yeah, but have faith. We're flying by the have seat. Faith, baby. Today. Faith, roll with it. Um, where was I? Michael Douglas is key. So you look like Michael. So I'm saying he was the type of guy who would be like take off his, you know, fancy schmancy Bloomingdale shirt. And trade you for your Whole Foods shirt. For my Whole Foods shirt, yeah. And a PBR, He's on the run from the cops. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There is one scene in that where he goes to Flatbush. And I actually think it's at... Do you remember that where we did a show in the back of that bar in Flatbush that had all the car hoods on the wall? Yeah, they just hung car hoods on the Mm -hmm. wall for art. Cool spot. And they let us do a show, like a standing show in their their toilet. (laughs) And everybody sat on empty kegs. Yeah, yeah. And we had the sound. It was was weird, but it was fun. Um, I honestly think the scene was taped in that bar, 
but it was uh, the set design made it look like a, um, a homeboy's bar, a, bl- uh, a, a black bar. And uh, so he went in. So it was like these thugs listening to rap music. And he went in and just slowly got drunker and drunker and more and more offensive on purpose because his purpose was like to try and get into a fight with them. And they beat the shit out of him. Ugh. And that was like his goal, you know? That doesn't sound like a movie I want to see. It's not to, great. To get cred or something? Why does he, he want to get beat up? He's a push, self-loathing he's rich man. What's that? He's a self-loathing rich guy. Yeah. Mm. It, you know what's great in that regard is if you read the first chapter of that book on Andy Kaufman written by Bob Zamuda... It's about mm-hmm. this guy named Mr. X, and he uses the word oh, mixer, Mr. X because he's like, this guy's still alive and he's unstable. But right. he's like, I will tell you this: this guy ha- is a screenwriter for many mo- for movies that have won Academy Awards. He's like, you know who this guy is, but this guy would just go around, and Bob Zamuda's job was to drive him around and this guy just went around and created chaos in his life with a tape recorder around his neck and he like Bob Zamuda's job would be to oh Bob Zamuda's job would be to follow him around with a briefcase with a hundred thousand dollars in it because this guy oh, got yeah. in trouble to that degree every day so he'd have to bail him out like right there on the spot so this guy didn't get put away and he talks about how he went in to a donut shop and a woman, like, offended him behind the counter somehow because he's also, like, this super rich guy, fa- uh, has famous credentials, but dresses like a hobo. So he went into a donut shop. Yeah. And his, res- like, he wouldn't approach, like, hey, I want a donut. He'd be like, hey, I want a fucking donut, you piece of shit. And then when she was <laughs> like, I'm not going to give you a donut, he's like, oh, yeah? So he had Bob Zamuda pull out the briefcase, found the owner, and said, I want you to sell me every donut in here. Every shelf that the donut sits on, all your flour in the back, all your frosting, everything. And he emptied the, the complete thing out. And he's like, <laughs> now she can't come into work for like the next week. Because you don't have product. <laughs> <laughs> or he could have just gave her the $100,000 and she'd have never come back to work again. Uh, that's a good point. Uh, anyways, that, that reminded me of that. How does Zamuda That remind. Right? How did Zamuda kind of, get in? That was kind of a. Uh, Bob Zamuda's didn't the guy just. Uh, uh, Pick him out of the nowhere. Bob's. I'm trying to remember. Hooked up with Kaufman and this guy. They're kind of the same shtick. Professional troll go around causing trouble. Was this pre-Kaufman or after? I wonder. Let's. It had to be pre because Bob Zamuda. Bob Zamuda, by the way, Casey. Do you know what movie he wrote? Ooh, I get to put this trailer on the blog. DC Cab. DC Cab. Have you seen mm, it, Henning? No. You Joy work. will now. <laughs> Joy work. Holiday. Thanksgiving it is week. Fucking awesome. It's great. <laughs> And by, I use awesome loosely, by the way. As I you use know. it firmly. <laughs> Bill Maher. It's these guys that live in a Young Bill shack. Maher. Bill Maher just like, he just has a, his keyboard oh, yeah, set the, up in a. The one that Bill Maher is in, right? That he keeps talking about. And then one of the Baldwin cousins. He wants to make a joke about himself and how shitty his acting career is. He always brings up DC Cab. I now think, I recognize yes. <laughs> One of the Baldwin cousins is the, he's the drunk from Radio Flyer. Do you see Radio Flyer? No. Joy work. That's a good movie. Uh, Henning, you, Firefly. Have you seen Firefly? Yes. Jane. Okay, Adam Baldwin. 
Adam Baldwin. It's him. Okay. He's in DC Cab. He plays the fresh-faced kid who comes in from the country looking to make it big in DC. I see. He doesn't look like a Baldwin. No. By marriage? I don't know if he's a relation. I think he just has the same name as other famous people. I think. Or he's a cousin. <laughs> you can't be in this game with a name Baldwin, can you? James Baldwin, he, the writer. They were coming. He's the patriarch. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, DC Cab, it's just for background. So Adam Baldwin <laughs> leaves his like podunk town, you know, stereotypical like 70s 80s movie like opening scenes him coming into the city on a bus and he gets out of the bus and he's looking up his father's it's kind of like the beginning of the first rambo except this is about cabs and not about like how poorly we treat our veterans yeah so he goes to meet his dad's best friend who served in vietnam with him and like he comes over to his house and he's like hey my dad said to come down here if i ever need a job and then the guy's naggy wife comes downstairs, and he's like, get out of here! And then he lights the fireplace with a blowtorch. Yeah, but... Like a flamethrower. She comes down, and she goes into the fridge. So these guys, so when she comes down... I remember this scene. Well, I've seen this movie a lot. I've but seen it, this movie more than most movies I've seen ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I've only seen it because of you. Like, this wasn't one I had growing up. You know what I mean? Like, I had a Busey's lot of... Busey's in it! We forgot about Busey. He Busey drops hot language, hotter than mo- like a, that. This was a period of '80s comedies when race, creed, or color, race and color. He goes race, creed, or question. with his vocabulary. What's that? A lot of n words with the hard r. Yeah, mm-hmm. two directed Faces. at African American men with Jerry curls. Curler. And then they all laugh about it. Curlers in their hair. He shouts it out of wind, his cab windows. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> but uh, that scene when he comes and the nagging wife comes downstairs, she comes downstairs, and what they're doing is they're going over a map of Washington, D.C. for the different, like, cab yes. routes. And then because they're when, the underdog cab company, like Bad News Bears of cab companies, the, they they fight the green cab company who has airport licenses and nice jackets, literally nice jackets, satin jackets. Oh, Fat heading the cab. third act, mm-hmm. like oh man, you're never gonna see this movie's insane because so much shit happens for just like a comedy. There's like a car chase. There's like this kidnapping. It's like it's insane. Oh, yeah, the Barbarian Brothers, uh-huh. I think or their name is. Mr. T. Whoa. Mr. T. It's got everything. Uh, and the nagging wife, all she wants to do is have a beer and watch Johnny Carson. Her life is terrible. She's like an Italian Peg Bundy. That's how I always remember her. Yeah, but Peg Bundy, yeah. She, yeah, she's got... <laughs> she doesn't have the looks. She's not as sweet as Peg Bundy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't blame She's actually her. horrible. At least Al got a haircut every once in a while. This crusty. Oh, there's ca- mosquitoes in this movie too, all over the place. Uh, is it a male strip club or a, 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 a female strip club that Busey beats a stripper in? I know. I guess it's female. <laughs> it has something to do. No, the the one Adam Baldwin's trying to win. It's, there's a Romeo and Juliet story. He's trying to win the heart of the the daughter of the guy who owns the diner where all the cabbies hang out. 
Yeah. So there's a scene with like her and her friends, and they're at a male strip club. So the DC cab guys are like, all the women are coming out of the strip club, and they're like, you thought you wanted a show? And then they start stripping on their cabs. That's right. <laughs> Ugh. And that, oh, yeah. It's joy work. It's officially a sign. And Radio Flyer, that's just a cherry on top. That's a good uh, movie. You get Tom Hanks, drunk Adam Baldwin. Elijah Wood. Maybe, is it that chick from The Sopranos is the mom? Lorraine Bracco? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't either. Oh, the kid from uh, the AIDS movie with Brad Renfro. That doesn't sound like a fun one. <laughs> it's called oh. The Cure. Well, if I watch it, are you guys still going to want to talk about it next week? DC Radio Cab? Yes. DC Cab. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, why? We Do you think Megan's. we've gotten too deep into well, it? Maybe. Do another half hour on DC Cab. <laughs> but that's what, that's the joy of the work is... Henning, you need to write a... You need to ghostwrite a, a Lindsay Megan's of Megan's? DC Cab. Ghostwrite a, a Lindsay Megan's. Yeah, that could I'll be good. Choose a different unless the real name. Megan's is gonna watch it as well. <laughs> the real Megan's has seen it. The real Megan's <laughs> has got it deep. It might even be better if the real Megan's doesn't even take another dip into that pool and just goes from memory. <laughs> so I'm sure there's some good stuff that comes out. By the way, the the uh, one of the African American cab drivers, the one with the curlers in his hair, that yeah, the one that loves Bruce Lee, he's in Total Recall. He's the guy with the... Uh, he's a cab driver in Total Recall. He's also a cab driver. He got, he got typecast. God, I hope he was a poet laureate somewhere, and he's like, another cab driver? Except this time I have a mutant arm. What, uh... Was Quid Quo? What's that guy in? Quad. Oh, Quad Quato. 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 What did I say? Quid quo? You did. Quid quo? Quid pro quato? Quid pro quato. Quid pro I think that guy was the uh, gym coach from uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, either one or two. I do recognize him. I can't place him from a movie. Oh, my God. I know what he's from. He's the dad from uh, Stand By Me. The one who's like, literally tells his son it's it's pretty... It's classic Stephen King. You, it's, you got some good lines and you Holy got some bad shit, ones. You're He's right, just it like Ballsack Cusack. Sh- you should have died instead of him. Should have been you yes, hanging out with two thieves and a Phoebe. Oh God, you're right. That's the that's dad. why I recognize him. Ugh, he's always a ugh. piece of shit. He is a piece of shit, actor or acting party play. <laughs> Does Guado get out of the guy's stomach at some point and stop being a? A puppet? I don't remember that. I don't well, think so. So he is gets, the, he get spoiler alert? I as I recall, he gets shot. Quato gets shot in the head, right? Yeah, the shitty fucking dad part of Quato gets shot in the head, and then Quato <laughs> just slowly like dies. <laughs> that movie's in... so gross. I can picture his dirty lips with no teeth underneath, <laughs> trying to get that air. Oh, that movie looks so good. I never saw the remake of it. Did you? No. I heard they cut out everything that we're talking about that's cool is gone. Mm. That sucks. No more puppets. Three boobs. So all the aliens, all the practical effects, like anything like that. They kept all the like, you don't know what your identity is. Yeah. Lame. Uh, Sharon Stone, she in it? I don't think so. 
That's a shame. Colin Farrell is in it. I thought it was Colin Firth. (laughs) No, Colin Firth's a good actor. Fancy British guy. Colin Farrell, I don't know. I don't know if I've ever seen it. Oh, he was Bullseye? He was. Mm. I I don't mind Colin Farrell. Played assassin. I thought he was good in... uh, in, In Rouge. That was a good one. Never That's a funny it. movie, yeah. It's oh. worth it. You check it out. In Bruges was made... Did you ever see any of the short films made by the guy who wrote In Bruges? Uh-uh. Oh, it's so good. I gotta, I'll gotta. i put it up on... I can't think of the title. I can't think of this guy's name. I can't think of any of the actors are in it. But it's a short film he makes about like just these three individuals that uh, it takes place in like 10 minutes on a... On a train, in a train ride in Ireland, and it's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. I'll put it on there. Speaking of shorts, this is joy work. Did you check out that animation I told you about? Ooh, I'm sorry. Oh, Casey, uh, did I text you? It's called... Uh, I don't think so. It's called The House, the House of, of Small Cubes. Small cubes. No, I, you did, I haven't heard, about, heard it, of it. It won Best Animated Short in 2009. I cool, think cool. it might be from the same... Uh, animator, it's Japanese. It might be from the same animator. Is that one that did Mount Head? Yeah. <laughs> I think it might be Mount because Head was good. It's so good, and this one's so good. I, I'll just it's it. No, I don't want a spoiler. Let's just say you guys remember that first like five minutes of Up. Yeah. Magnify that by like a million. It's rough, <laughs> but it looks so good. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving indeed. Thanksgiving episode. It's the Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'm uh, I was going to do some research on Thanksgiving segment, but I was like, meh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did nothing, but nothing was exciting. Uh, Thanksgiving's been done. Can you remember the last time you were thank uh not thankful for when you were excited about Thanksgiving? Excited? excited I don't food every year. Eh. Anytime we've had like now little get-togethers, it's been fun. To. Ooh, you ooh! He tried to slide under the. He tried to cover his mic with his hand, but it doesn't work. Meg's not here. You better sh- no turkey this year. We're having portobello caps. Mmm, <laughs> that was with. a nasty look. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> the meatiest of all caps. But uh, I, I, I guess I, my grandmother was always, and we always went to her, my mom's mother for Thanksgiving, and she was an awesome cook, and it was still in this time, like, just lucky enough to have the grandmother that just stayed, loved to be in the kitchen, stayed in the kitchen, always had yeah. bacon going from morning to night for whatever reason, <laughs> and just always had a cigarette hit. Hanging out of her mouth. Like oh, in yeah. The kitchen. yeah. Yeah, Always a pot of coffee, always bacon going, always a cigarette out of her mouth. And it was awesome. So, in, and it was normal at the time. This was still, again, this seems to date us, but it was still normal in like, this would have been like the 80s, early 90s, that there was nothing abnormal about just puffing away and bringing out food to the tables in the dining room with a cigarette in your mouth. Maybe it. No, that's how I grew up. That's. Yeah. On my. my on my dad's side, like all my aunt, my grandmother, all my aunts, my grandmother, like they all smoked, and it definitely was that like 
early. You know, it felt like the, like a seventies TV show because they all had the hair and they were all smoking and yeah. like making food with it in their mouth and like, <laughs> yeah. That kitchen means... in the dining rooms had cheap wood paneling. I'm picturing low light. Oh yeah, just smoke swirling about. Oh the yeah, light yeah. I rising up to the ceiling. The no fan. There, it's no fan. Yeah, because even there, now that I think of it, you know, like the ceiling had like the. It was like a ceiling you'd often see in a finished basement, but it was in like yeah. the main level. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> like the. Like the styrofoam paneling or whatever, that oh, you can yes, knock it yes. off and hide your hustlers in there. Yes, in your yes. bong. Yes. <laughs> so no grandma and her hustlers. <laughs> Grandma's hustlers. <laughs> oh God, that would be that's that's a. Fun. Oh, I I I hope we write oh. American Pie four. Oh God, like fucking from the six fifties sixties like. Playgirl, the male hustler version, just a lot of like guys with sort of like almost guts, like mustaches and cigars. I when I worked at a the LIC flea market, LIC flea on Twenty Seventh Street. There's a big, like with anything, but there's a big um, demand or circuit of people that love collecting quote unquote muscle magazines. From oh, like good. the yes. 30s, yes, 40s, fuck. 50s, 60s. I took a lot of pictures and sent to you because they're just. It's for homosexual men. Yeah, it's just for gay guys that weren't allowed to. It wasn't a lot. They weren't allowed to say gay porn on the cover. So they had to pretend to be muscle mags. And it was like these guys just grappling, but with like. <laughs> <laughs> like just dressed as knights. It's just. It's so good. Like it, it looks well, amazing. Still in Speedos, no, I we, guess, right? Speedos, loincloths, <laughs> oh, mesh. What were some of the names of the mags? Uh, I uh, fancy boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're they're crazy. Like Ashley's dad in in all of all of her stuff had a couple of those magazines. Like he's got a ton of Mad magazines from the '60s, which are fucking awesome. Oh yeah. But then mixed in with stuff would be like because he like when he was a teenager like exercised and like wanted to like lift weights, and you just leaf through them and you're like. Oh boy! Now that we know what to look for, you're like, this is for, this is what you jerk off to if you're a gay guy. Like, it's like, it's like a yeah, it's it's crazy. But I now think, to think about, I think that like that's still unfortunate. Well, I guess like there's no reason. I guess if you still like to work out, but I was waiting for the train yesterday because I've been having to take the subway because I'm waiting. I, I have to get my bike fixed. And there's a magazine called Flex. Mm-hmm. It's like, why does I think I think maybe now the internet has squashed that, but I, th- I think that exists as a as a as a as a Midwest fancy boy, if you will. Like, sure, I'm too, way, I'm too like, afraid to get caught with, you know, like Maxim. Maxims are super salacious, and like, it's as close to nudity as you can get with like female celebrities. Like, it's like if you were, I mean, I'm. Filtering it like a seven, eight-year-old. Like you're like, oh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> but now eight-year-olds like watch real porn. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Grandma hustler. Uh, I remember being on the train once, and I just started cheesing out. I had my headphones in. I was reading, and I looked up, and there was this young teenage um, Indian 
girl, like late teens, early twenties, total, just young, and had one of those like teeny bopper Tiger Beat esque magazines. Mm-hmm. But it was from from that region, from India, Pakistan, like that. And she had it, and it designed like a tiger beat, like you'd expect, and it had the, the language on it. And I looked up, and like, you know, in the starburst of all the rugged, handsome Indian men, they all look like dads, because they were all like <laughs> quaffed, mustached, fattish men. <laughs> like, no hot young teenager. No, it's just like they look like managers of stores. <laughs> noticed that about bollywood all the all the stars got dad bods and the nice trim like just perfect circular mustache like little flaps like a caterpillar yes uh, uh <laughs> you know that's attractive though a little security guy takes care of himself and trims i gotta I move just, to new delhi i i know the, i don't think i'll ever be able to wrap my mind around the Hmm. Uh, let's uh, to discuss the mustache. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like. I'll, I'll go on record to say I even like an ironic mustache. It works. So and I like when you're just like I need to see what I'm gonna look like a must with a mustache. So you grow a mustache. Mm-hmm. I even like uh, letting a ghost mustache stay for a little while. You know what I mean? Shave everything around yeah, yeah. and give yourself a little... That's fine. But I do... I have trouble trusting a genuine... Like uh, a Kmart manager with a mustache. Like an that unironic... I have a mustache. I don't know where that choice happened. I don't... I just don't understand it. I don't... And then you ha- just have it for the... Do you know what I'm trying to say here? I don't know what I'm trying to say. I don't trust a mustache. On my list. I don't think beards were always in fashion. Beards are fine. Yeah. I mean, but just, just the, the solo lip. Tom Selleck mustache? Yeah. Got associated with cops in the 70s somehow. It's definitely associated with... An authority Author. Figure. It's authoritative or authoritarian. I forget which Stalin. Which. Stalin. Yeah, Stalin had a killer mustache. Stalin, he had that mustache, though, the seventies cop mustache. Stalin's mustache fits because it's a little wild. I'm talking, I'm talking Don Hofert here. <laughs> I don't know the ref. He was my manager at Kmart. I guess I'm coming down on Kmart. I'm talking about Ken and Don and Sue Gubbins, the whole the whole trifecta. The I worked at Kmart and there was a woman there. I'm not bleeping this shit. She's probably dead because of stress from herself. She was so fucking mean, just like a little fucking bulldog. And she was in charge of, she was like a regional, like the South Dakota, Southwestern regional manager. So she was in charge of multiple Kmarts. So when I got hired there as a stock boy, she was out doing her rounds and then she came back in and she looked at me like a fucking tiger looks at a steak. And she was just so fucking abusive to me. Like she, uh, she, she was just like, you look drowsy. Do you sleep enough? I was like, no, I was up last night doing stuff. 
you need to get sleep. We'll talk about it tomorrow. Like, she was just so fucking mean. What? She always just hung out in the, like, the managers would all hang out at a little booth in Kmart's. I don't know if you've, have you mm. been to Kmart's? I have. A, like, they'd have a. Little Caesars. Booth above everybody else's because they, <laughs> they have like, like a, a little court. floating dais. <laughs> they look out upon the masses. That would be a great like animation. And decree like, blue light specials. It's it's so much more sad heading. <laughs> just in the back corner of many Kmart's and definitely this Kmart, there was just it was always darker than the store, right? Like they never changed yeah. the light bulbs. <laughs> no. <laughs> They just hung out in this little like, Caesars yeah. that was often even unmanned, right? Because we had friends had whose job Caesar it was to work there. It just wasn't. Employed. It was open odd hours, like three hours a day, <laughs> and then otherwise it was shut. And it was just a little dark corner with the kitchen light shut off. So they'd just hang out in there with their glowy, beady eyes. And just you had to walk by them to get to the stock room and the break room and the restrooms, like if you worked there. And you could just feel it. You try not make eye contact, and they, one of them would say something, and you get sucked into their. Do you imagine a, a, that life? That fucking life? No. What did they do up there? Are they managing at all up there? There just was hanging out. Uh, Ken, charge of sporting goods and electronics. Don, in charge of the whole shebang, and then Sue Gubbins, district regional. Ooh, uh, well, that's a trifecta. Oh my God! The only person that was nice, I I, I forget her name. I think she might have been Mike Lorenz's mom. Yeah, it was. She, she was, was in charge. Of, Mike's mom worked there. She was in charge of like fa- the fashion department. She was awesome. But you, and you'd never catch her if you did catch her in that dark corner. You could see it in her eyes. She was like uh, Theoden. Get me out of here! <laughs> she just—they had her for some reason. Something about payroll. It was very those. Those are the mustaches I'm talking about, and you'll get this reference. Office space mustaches. Did, they were very yes. office space. <laughs> Like figures. Okay. Just when Kmart's a weird, just a weird entity in and of itself, because it's like the last holdout to that, like, oh, you take your family to this department store and you're going to get lunch at the cafe and you're going to, like, it's such an outdated model, but they held to that till the bitter end. It became a big K. That was their fight to, like, I think Big K came around because, uh, like, Walmart was just finally started dominating, so they needed, like, to freshen up their image, and all they did was put a different <laughs> sign up. Oh, was so, do, slap a new sticker on the door. They spent so, but no, they did remodel the whole thing and put all this new shit in, and they went under right after that. It was such, like, uh, it was such a poor last-minute stitch effort. I, re- I remember that because I was still working at the mall. And the, like they were doing that going out of business sale for a month, and it was cut short by two weeks because the Hutterites came in and went, "We'll buy whatever's left." That's right. Uh, you're gonna need to. And is Hutterite? Oh boy, is that no? It an is. appropriate it's a, it's a, term. Yeah. And now they're like, uh, they're, can, like uh, loaf, they're they're basically a religious group. They're like the Amish. But they, they can, you can use technology. They dress kind of the same with, like, the the blue shirts and vests, and they have the wide-brimmed hats, and the women wear the aprons and the little sort of, like, head bonnet things. 
but they they can drive cars and they have electricity, but they live in little like farm enclaves and they're predominantly German. Right. And the fathers marry their lot daughters. Hutterites. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best shitty Midwestern rumor because it was like I worked at that mall f- since I was in middle school and just the scummy kids when a Hutterite would walk by they'd be like if you got blonde hair and blue eyes, you know, they'll let you sleep with their daughters. <laughs> oh, God, it's really bad. It's just like some gross hill- hillbilly fantasy of, like, he wants you to have sex with his daughter because they're, you know, like Aryans. And they're not. They just speak German. That's – and I was going to say, that's why that, – because that, I didn't I, – I, all I can feel around that name is that negative aspect because people treated them so poorly – and what I would hear would just be so negative that I was like, is that a, just a derogatory Draghi? Is that a Draghi? You know? Draghi? And uh, so, but because I'd hear that, like, the, the, about, like, the horrible, like, they just pimp, they just prostitute out their daughters for... <laughs> what, horseshoes? Like, what are you, like... <laughs> yeah, it was, like, for, for, for wares. And, it's uh, like they have money. Yeah. <laughs> They're good with their money. They bought out an entire Kmart just to get all the shit in it. But I worked at a Kmart. And exactly, they could do that. And But when I worked in the Kmart, a, per, a, a lot of people I worked with were like, keep your eye on them. They steal. Like, just as base shitty thing yeah. as that. Was this a, a solely Midwest thing? Is no, that, they're all like, – they tend to be Midwest. version of Amish? They're kind of like Hasidic Jewish people. Right. Like they have in that regard, like they're very communal and they live in these communities. And they're kind of spread out. They tend to be more rural. There's a ton of Hutterites in like Central and South America. Oh yeah, because of the f- like most along with me- all the other small to medium sized farming is done in South America. So a lot of them have left the U.S. to go down there just to have just to be able to farm and do stuff. And it's German enclaves again, right? Yeah. Same thing, same as in Watertown or outside of Watertown. Tell you one thing I know is true. They don't vote. <laughs> Raspberry. No, they don't. <laughs> they don't vote. I had a I had a girl in my class, I think her name was Jennifer, and she got into it with our history teacher. Uh you'll know who he is. He's like he was a pretty brash history teacher in eighth grade. Uh wrestling guy. Oh, I think I know who you're talking about. Right, yeah. He loved America, and he'd take everybody to Washington, D.C. every year. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Well, he was like, we're going to have a class vote or whatever, you know, because an election was coming up. Mm-hmm. I don't know who it was. Uh, I guess it would have been a Clinton Dole. And uh, she was like, I can't participate. I don't vote. And, like, he, like, flipped out on her, and she's like, because of my religion. And he, like, had to do the backtrack, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like, you don't vote because you're lazy? <laughs> I don't want to go to hell. <laughs> He's so mean. That guy's a mean dude. Um, uh, what was I going to say? You're going to D.C. And before we move on, can I point out that you brought up Theoden, and that's like the third worm tongue reference in three episodes. <laughs> really? It's really special. Ooh, trife- uh, what did I'm, you I'm going for the hat trick. Theoden. Theoden, what's that? He's the guy that Grimmius Wormtongue uh, puts a spell under, oh, so he looks all yes. withered and and that only know it, him as the 
the the guy that puts the king under the spell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know what that's a metaphor for? Metaphors? J.R. No. Tolkien's alcoholism. <laughs> As worm tongue was his was the monkey on was his back. Was it the bottle? Yeah, so monkey there's the bottle. Worm bottle. Worm like absinthe. I'm making that up. I I think it is. <laughs> I thought I don't the hippies know. were the monkey on his back. The, he didn't it? like hippies? No, he didn't like hippies because they embraced the Lord of the Rings because they saw it as, like, anti-nuclear, anti-establishment. Like, the hobbits smoked the hobbit weed and the wizards. <laughs> all characters were smoking they only, weed all over the place. They only watched it as far as Gandalf's pipe, and then they had to turn off because it <laughs> is boring. <laughs> they definitely didn't read the book. They were just too busy they rolling J's with the pages. Um, no, uh, he hated it because it was embraced by, like, hippie and counterculture, and he's like, that's but it is technically it's about counterculture right because it is a response to his experience in world war one so it is a response to global war yeah it's yeah it no it's totally is he just didn't like the people who liked it yeah too many well i'm glad he didn't live long enough to he's see like the, alan moore i'm glad he didn't live long enough to see the game middle earth come to fruition if he thought he hated <laughs> the hippies what about the 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 jolters and the doers and the oh no not a fan the dominers jolt cola mountain dew domino's pizza the dominites the dominites the doms we are the dominites i think well for another i guess we're talking about thanksgiving so thanks be to dom but i think i'm i'm you know i think it's a viable religion like it's a potential for Mm -hmm. I might have to edit this out because I don't want my legacy as a deity <laughs> or what, to be what, besmirched. What, you don't want to be the Elron Hubbard yeah. of this new religion. I don't. I want to be the Elron Hubbard. I am the Elron Hubbard of this new religion. Your acolytes are going to come back and edit this Ye- oh, podcast okay. after oh, you yeah. become famous and dead. Let's it, just it, say this: you you got this in a vision after you ascend. I came level. to you, came to me in um, in collector's plates in the mail. It was, yeah, it was. Dom downloaded this code into your brain. We could be speaking the founding doctrines of this new religion right now. Damn right. First cool. law of the Dominite. Um, what was I going to say? Da-da-da-da. Thanksgiving is... Oh, yeah, Thanksgiving. Oh, Theoden. You, you, did you have something to no, add? No, just, just pointed it out. Just right. thought it was interesting. I like... I like For I someone like, who hates yeah, those movies, well. you really hitting hard off of uh, Two Towers. Henning or me? No, you... I didn't say I hated those movies. I just don't think I've ever finished them. We finished mm-hmm. the third one because uh, everyone in the theater wanted to fucking punch us in the neck. Were we drunk? We had a few, and then the <laughs> movie... We can't, couldn't have been drunk by the end. It's three and a half hours long. Sobered up. We just were so exhausted, and we kept thinking it was over, and it kept they kept stringing it along. <laughs> But, so but it got what, to the point where he was in bed and they all come in and jump on the bed and we're like, can you, oh my God. <laughs> Could someone do, bite his fucking finger off again? When we all still lived in uh, Sunset Park, we did, oh God. It's like, it was the, it was, I mean, I don't know how long it takes because the extended versions came out on DVD and I think you yeah. had bought them. And we decided did, to yeah. sit down and watch them all back to back. And what is that, like 19 hours? 
<laughs> it's really long. Cause it they're, was uh, like, I think they're like three and a half. Extended ones are three and a half hours. The regular cuts are two, two forty-five. Did you guys two and a half? Did you guys see Hobbit? Not that much extension necessary. Still long. Uh, I saw the first one. Me too. Didn't go on. Should have just made it into one. Oh yeah, there's three now. Three, four, right? No, three Hobbits and then the, the Lord of the Rings. How they pull three, three Hobbs out of that? I thought it was okay. I just didn't get me going enough to want to go see the other two. I saw the, uh, there's that six hour version of them all cut together, which was drastically cut down by a fan. Oh, which is pretty good. It's a good. So six hours and it's Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. No, no. Just the three Hobbits cut together and cut down. Three Hobbits cut together for six hours. Reordered. How long were they to begin with? Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> so he still cut three hours out, but he cut, he cut one whole useless movie out of the mix. That scumbag <laughs> director should have been in the jerk practice. He can't cut anything out. What's his name? Aaron Rodgers? What's the guy's Fuck, name? We should have just moved to New Zealand and helped him make movies. We could have added another hour to that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he had some jokes. Some Hobbit yeah, jokes. Right? We can add some. They tried, I, to bar- make, they tried to make the Hobbit funny. And I, right. it just seemed forced to me. I know the book itself has humor. It's like humorous. Tried but to make it seemed it more, a little too like... Eh, 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 and they're juggling plates and like... <laughs> yeah, but that's a classic scene. Like, have you seen the animated Hobbit, Henning? Uh, parts of it. I saw the down, Oh, the Batchy one? Or did one. he just do Lord of the Rings? Bakshi just did Lord of the Rings. And then yeah. Korea did the Hobbit. Mm. <laughs> North? Uh, no. He, okay, where's... The scene where uh, Frodo is down in the cave with Smeagol yep. trying to steal the ring or keep the ring from him. Bilbo. That's Bilbo. Oh, yeah, Bilbo. So that's Hobbit. He did Hobbits. Bakshi is definitely the Hobbit. No, Bakshi is definitely Lord of the Rings. What? Yeah. I mean, directed, but maybe sent to Korea, sure. Like every anime. No, it was, it, was a, it, was, it was part Rotoscope. of the armistice. It was part of the armistice after the Korean War. They had to make us. Uh, the, they had to make the Hobbit for us. Was there an armistice after the Korean War? Yeah, it's still going. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. No, the Bakshi one was rotoscope, right? That means when he shoots it and then just draws over it. Yeah, parts of it were. Parts Hack. of it were. <laughs> What'd you say? Hack. Yeah. But the A little cheating. The Hobbit was done. Legit. Not legit, because it looks really bad. <laughs> Not legit. <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to. Uh, but they have that that like we're washing plates, we're doing dishes. Now we are the dwarves. They have that song in there. But uh, it it, it wasn't it wasn't uh, you were you were close. A little, a little too German day with the whole thing. It was. Uh, Topcraft, which is a predecessor to Studio Ghibli, which is the Japanese studio. Mm. Studio Ghibli did Hobbit? Hobbit? Yeah, basic, that's what this says on the here. Predecessor to Ghibli. Ghibli? Is it Ghibli or Ghibli? I'd say Ghibli. Giblets. Speaking of Giblet. Thanksgiving, Giblets. Miyazaki's back, by the way. Miyazaki did that. Princess Mononoke, right? Yes. That's a great one. He's, uh, he's coming out of retirement for one more movie. I thought he was 
he was like doing the old Michael Jordan, I guess. He retired, gave it over to his son Goro. Oh, it's going to be awesome. It's Iron Man. Goro? I know one Goro. Do you? <laughs> yes, I do. He's got four arms and he's yellow. <laughs> That's Mortal Kombat, right? Yep. Nice. Mini boss. Was he the main boss or mini boss? He's the one before Shangri-La or whatever his name is. <laughs> Shang. The Shang- evil wizard. Uh, so Goro couldn't hack it, huh? He's coming in like Teddy Roosevelt versus Taft. Someone's going to shoot him. What does that mean? Trump reference? Raspberry? No, it, no, it was that's when he got that's when Teddy got shot when he was speaking when he was stumping as the uh, the bull moose. Are you? Sh- yeah, you're when right. When he got shot right. in the the chest, shot in the, the diary. What, <laughs> what saved him was his fucking windbaggy writings. The diary of Ted's chest, <laughs> <laughs> right next to that other diary. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, honey. I cut you off. Uh, oh, I said I wasn't going to do that anymore. No more cutting handing off. That's a raspberry, too. Thanksgiving resolution. Only po- politics from you, and no cutting off. <laughs> I, I want to carve out a little time for Thanksgiving because I, I went into... you saying it, it's over, no one cares about it anymore. A while ago you said that. Words in my mouth, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I've never position? much... Ca- I, I should have been excited for the food, but I'm too privileged... And I've always been poor, but poor privilege, trademarked. Privilege. Poor privilege? Poor Poor privilege. Poor privilege means you're poor, you're dirty, but you never have to worry about going hungry. So when Thanksgiving comes, you go, oh, there'll be a lot of good food. But I don't don't, know. All right. (laughs) You don't care so much about the trademarked. (laughs) Poor privilege. (laughs) Hashtag poor priv. Hashtag PP. POV. (laughs) No, that doesn't make sense. All right, go I ahead. went into a bodega, and they're already playing Christmas music. And this was a week ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not even Thanksgiving. I agree. They have steamrolled Thanksgiving. I don't think Thanksgiving is getting its due. They really... I, again, oh, feel an old man, but the isn't the rule at least just start the day... <laughs> this country is so Wait. disgusting. <laughs> like, it, even before Christmas was steamrolling, the fact that they were like, if we got to be fucking closed on fucking Thanksgiving, our employees, yeah. that we're Scrooges. Our employees are going to fucking come in at three in the morning and sell TVs to fats. <laughs> fat whites. Yeah. Single fat whites. Speaking of me working at Kmart, you should have seen the way these people would claw at each other's fucking carotid arteries to get to a black and white zenith. <laughs> black Friday was definitely a thing. Still back oh, then. Oh shit! How long has that been yeah. going on. It seems like only the last ten years. Corporate greed. It, did it? Did it used to just kind of be a sort of like? It, I didn't. They didn't coin the term Black Friday. It was just because I remember my grandmother and my aunts talking about like, oh, we're gonna get up early and go get the deals. They didn't. It wasn't called Black Friday. Was it just like, just this sort of unspoken thing that they're gonna open early? Well, no, I think that. It was discovered in the book of John that uh, that was the day that Jesus got a discount on a Walkman. (laughs) (laughs) That's when the fat whites showed up with the discount gifts for the uh, Son of God. Yeah, we. What would they bring him? 
Uh, one of those mini TVs that took 19 batteries that you kept <laughs> in the trunk TV, of your car. A Tiger handheld mm. sports game, not like a licensed game. It would be like... Not Street Fighter 2. Sports! <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, what is uh, a big Black Friday? I, it's some kitchen appliance, probably. And then like a... Waffle a, iron. A, coffee table book on a topic he may or may not know anything about cars <laughs> right <laughs> well i will say look uh if you guys can both look over my shoulder to exhibit a meg has just decorated the windows with christmas like candles oh, no so i, I even feel it's like fine. in this house too soon. it's not getting there due too soon but i black friday but e- at least there was a point I feel where I can remember where at least Black Friday was also the day where technically Christmas began, where stores could put yeah. out their shit and Christmas music would start playing and commercials would start playing. I've, I saw commercials two weeks ago, those fucking big-ass cars that us poor privs can't afford with bows on them and shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everyone's in sweaters already and it's snowing. Oh, good. Oh, no, the Christmas commercials started before Halloween was over. Yeah. <laughs> Griping. Fuck that. Just grousing. Grousing. I wanted wanted to talk. This is the only time I've ever got mad at. at, I wanted to talk to the bodega's owner manager about it. I wanted to make make a change. Like Uh, hang me a cornucopia. Horn of plenty with some gourds and fruit in it. And like a turkey or something. I walked up and pointed up at at the the music. and, And said to her, this music, it's too soon, huh? She just spit on your shirt. Oh, you like I, the music? <laughs> I think English was her second language. She didn't really GD. Understand. English was her second language because no, Christmas no. was her first. <laughs> was an elf. <laughs> you know what I think the problem is, and I think that gauntlet is thrown for us. There's not. There's no good Thanksgiving music. Mm-hmm. We need to hit write a hit Thanksgiving song. It's like Scott. Or at Moser. least give ourselves a week. Scott Mosier of Kevin Smith and Scott Mosier fame, you know, he he like produced mm-hmm. Clerks with him and he did all his yeah. production up to a certain point. Yeah. He brilliantly, like three years ago, pro- got on board and produced a movie called Free Birds, which right. is the only Thanksgiving movie I can think of other than like tr- like full length. It's a full length animated Thanksgiving movie about turkeys like escaping mm-hmm. from Thanksgiving with like Owen Wilson and Mel Gibson or something. Don't they go back in time too. <laughs> to yeah, right, exactly. To stop the first Thanksgiving. And I was like it did really bad at the box office cuz who is going to go to a theater to see a Thanksgiving movie? But you know what I've already seen on TV on that Thanksgiving movie every year Free Birds. <laughs> the banked one. It. There you go. Yeah. So if we get that one hot Thanksgiving hit T H A N K S G I V I N G S spells Thanksgivings. That's not bad. I was on the. I don't have that written down. You guys better confirm that. No prep. Or it can be the theme. The theme song to our Thanksgiving movie. Because that's also you just said it's underserved. Do a good one. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Is that that's Angry a, Birds or whatever, take Thunderbirds? It, yes, that is a Thanksgiving movie for sure. That's and that's like a good all year round movie. But if you save it for Thanksgiving, it's real nice. I love that's for the holidays. That's a big thing for me. Is Planes, Trains is definitely a Thanksgiving, oh, yeah. but movies 
are big. We're, we're not going to steamroll Thanksgiving, so I won't go into Christmas movies yet, but we'll discuss because Prancer is on the tip of my tongue. I, yeah. re- I relate as a poor priv. <laughs> and this year is going to be a real Prancery. I don't want to raspberry myself because we're not talking Christmas, but this year, I don't know if the Frywalls can afford a tree. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Well, then you'll get a reindeer at least. Oh, yeah. <laughs> reindeer jerky from from South Dakota probably. Yeah, are there any other Thanksgiving movies you can think of other than Planes, Trains is the first one that comes to mind. Okay, so you have uh, Planes, Trains, Charlie Brown's Thanksgiving, Garfield yeah, Thanksgiving. They Garfield has been steamrolled by life, by the way, by all animations. <laughs> Maybe if you're lucky on deep cable for... We're going into Christmas already. You'll never see. Uh, forget Christmas. You will never see Garfield's Halloween or Thanksgiving on right. network TV again. It's all kids. You got to write a letter to Jack Cole. Davis because yeah. he needs someone in his corner, and he doesn't have the right people. Jim Davis. You start the Jim Davis. I was going to say Jeff Davis. I guess all the J names, but <laughs> Jefferson Davis. Oh my God, Jim <laughs> Davis is related to. Oh my God. That's why. That's yeah. why. Time for a resurgence, if you know what I mean. Down south, they play Garfield nonstop. Lasagna is a <laughs> metaphor <word> for <laughs> Confederate gold, I guess. <laughs> Odie kind of looks like Abe Lincoln. And that's why he's always getting pushed off the table. Yeah. I don't trust Lincoln. He suspended and habeas corpus. And normal is civil rights. Send them back. Send, <laughs> Send them back. to China. Send them to Abu Dhabi. <laughs> <laughs> Where they have terrible civil rights. I have to make rights. a. I have to make a meme with. Uh, oh, I can't say it. I'm gonna make a meme, and it's gonna be a, an, an image, and it's gonna say, "Send in your civil rights back to Abu Dhabi," and I'll get two <laughs> likes from you and Henning. <laughs> do you guys get on Facebook? Have you? Do you now get a weekly notification of how many? responses you've gotten to your week of posting Mm-mm. i no. get that i don't know what cruel beast has put that into my repertoire because it's it's disheartening <laughs> that's for sure <laughs> you don't want to see it mm. yeah i'm fine with not oh yeah uh oh my god you know we got to give a do you, I've, I found out some sad news, so we have to get on the ball here. Our, our buddy Justy is moving back to War, back to Warwick, Rhode Island. Hold on. Oh, is he? I oh. wondered. He, he's been posting a lot more about Rhode Island, and I know his dad. Hear nothing. We can't hear you, he's, Casey. Got to pause. We got a dog break. Oh, that's who it is. Hi, Meg. Hi, Meg. Hi, momento. Meg. I'm sticking by. No edits. Never edited. No, never. Never. No editing last episode. Like half of half of Kevin Smith's podcast is just yelling at his dog. He does Shecky. That's Shecky. But he never actually <laughs> He doesn't have to drop the hammer like you do. Physically hit. <laughs> I'll give them I'll give Phil something to complain about. Hitting dogs. Uh, can we mention that in, a, in the nicest way? Hitting dogs. Because he'll never listen to it. We finally got our first controversy from the last episode. Oh, yeah. Uh, Hot we controversy did. on oh. Facebook. 
Mr. Andersons. Yay! I'll edit that name out. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, you and I talked about it, but y- like you said, Hans, I think it's just the the One phrase. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> Beat down. You don't hear that case? No, I do. <laughs> oh, you can keep talking. Uh, I got it. I got now it. The, the main offender no, is on Hans's lap. Hans now. and I talked yesterday, and, and it's just like he, you, Hans brought it up, and I was like, no, I think he's right. It's just the the name Jerry Orbach's testicle meat attached to that Coupled image with that image. That of, image, right? It's just meat in a can. <laughs> it it's too much. It's Meg is, too much. Meg is convinced that that's not crab meat. That it is chicken meat. Chicken legs. Chicken testicles. <laughs> Something. But it's lump. That's lump crab meat. And I I agree. Like he got offended strictly. Well, I can't speak for him, but I got offended when I put the two. It's like uh, Die Hard Three when you mix the two chemicals together and that <laughs> makes it explosive. It's when you put that yeah. image. Of crab meat, ne- crab lump crab, next to the phrase Jerry Orbach's testicle meat, it's visceral, the reaction. So I, I could understand why. I could understand why it's off-putting. I think I will defend, not because def- it's not, because I, I like that he spoke up, see something, say something, man. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I will say, like, it is off-putting, but I don't see why... It's offensive. I, and I don't want to poke with holes in, uh, in, in, in his, in why he was offended. Me too. But <laughs> who's not? But he was like, Jerry Orbach died of prostate cancer and I had it. Right. And I was like, we're talking about balls, not buttholes, bud. <laughs> oh, God. I wish you would have, I didn't go there. Cause I was like, I guess prostates are in your testicles. <laughs> if it was Jerry that's Orbach's the new title lump, title this episode prostate cancer meat then I can see why you'd be offended that's prostate cancer meat can you imagine yeah, if gross. you titled that Disgusting. episode prostate cancer meat oh, God. that's what this one's <laughs> entitled another great image I don't, to go the along image with. would have to be of like uh, of uh, lasagna Burt Burt <laughs> Reynolds oh. on the glass table <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah. So we got a detractor. Well, but no, I, it, it I, was offensively what the fuck and why did we think that was funny? But that's kind of the point of the podcast to revel in our stupidity. I oh, think yeah, Henning back. Henning Henning's an apologist over here. For, I know he is. For I think that sketch still could play, maybe. Okay, but he didn't see the sketch. He just saw. No, you're you're the title and the means. image are what it what send people over the edge. The sketch itself is just stupid. Right. And then we we took one line out of it, like a really gross weird line. We didn't even talk about the sketch, by the way. If mm. I don't know, if, obviously you didn't listen to the last episode cuz why, but it's just like we said, "Oh yeah, there's that sketch." And you said, "That has my favorite line of the line ever." And you said the line and then we moved on. Or so. then you said the line, and then you said, that's now the title of this episode. We said, yep. Then we moved on. So apologists for, or, or people who are offended, or <clears throat> everyone's saying, look at it in context, but we didn't provide any context. Right. He did, I don't think he listened to the podcast, so oh, it doesn't God, matter. No. Like, oh, there's God, no context no. for him to get other I than, like, 
If what? He, if, if that's disgusting. If that's what can offend you from that, I had to because I was working and matching uh, stuff up, so I had to listen to it. And uh, believe me, if that's what you pluck away from that as <laughs> offensive. By the way, Q doesn't just mean queer; it also means questioning. So oh. we were off. And we were questioning that guy's judgment on his shoe choice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's for sure. But uh, so we, we, I'm putting Q back in the running. <laughs> and I'm stopping there. I'm just saying I, I get the Q now. There's two new <laughs> ones you have to, there's someone, some people are adding on now too. IA. LGBTQ now because there's two. IA. Double, double Qs? Well, you said like Halloween, two. double O. No, if wait. you're gonna be all inclusive, you can't just say one Q. Q Q Q Q Q I A. L G B T Q Q I A. What's I A? Eh, artificial you, intelligence. You can get it to roll off the tongue eventually if you practice it enough, I guess. What's it's, the I? Uh, What's the intersex and asexual? Ah. What's intersex? What's intersexual? Intersex. Is that jerking off? Oh boy. <laughs> I, I guess I don't know. I would have thought it would just be bisexual in between somewhere. We need a sex segment. Sex <laughs> sexual segment. Um, okay, but so intersex. In, if we in, cr- in between the two, like in transition between getting the operation. Oh yeah, that yet. could be. They got both. No, probably not. No, <laughs> I don't want to work with both. I see. You got an ad and an H for Hutterite on there. All right, I'm kidding. I'm obviously, obviously, I don't want to go on this because I. They got sideways vaginas. Now you it's know. now it's two cents. To, uh, everything should be, to, even even in the comediest of podcasts, we we have to be all inclusive. That being said, we do need and an, exclusive. <laughs> is we need we do, if we think a Halloween song is uh, 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 a Thanksgiving song is going to hit, an LBGTQQIA song. Because I mean, there's the the majority of the world is LBGT or QQ or IA, AI, IA, IA. and not the fat whites. God bless them. Fat whites are out. Fat whites got enough songs. But if dum, we're inclusive, dum, we gotta dum, do a fat white. <laughs> Actually, I think the Dell Vikings were. Well, they were black. I don't know if they were LBGT, QQ, or IA. <laughs> they were B. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, um, so it is a Thanksgiving episode. Yeah, and I gotta tell you, you know what I think of when I think of Thanksgiving? What oppression about Christmas? Yeah, and America and giving it to us, poor pribs. Well, I was. I was going to do research for a segment, and then the stuff I found wasn't particularly entertaining or all that funny. So I was just like, found I was just writing down boring facts. Thanksgiving but Thanksgiving was actually not that fun. Pilgrims are, not, insti- are pretty lame. Yeah, they gave themselves a nickname. They called themselves pilgrims. Does it mean partner, like K partner? No, they gave themselves the name Pilgrim because of the trip they They're took. Making a pilgrimage to the New World. Ah, pilgrimage came before the word pilgrim, etymologically. Etymologically. Uh, etymologically. Yeah, so they gave themselves a nickname. They're very old. Uh, very you, much, so they're a bunch of Dehanses? De Pilgrims? They're Dehanses. De, de, de Pilgs. pilgs. <laughs> 
Well, and the first Thanksgiving, they didn't actually break bread with the native peoples because they made them sit outside the city limits. And do what? It As basically they, started... They took, they took their food but made them sit outside? Well, it ended up... It was like an inadvertent, weird... <clears throat> so the pilgrims at the time had a treaty with the Wampanoag people. Mm-hmm. Is that And it was German basically Day? like... You making uh, no, that up? That's, that's a that's Native American Day. <laughs> Thanksgiving should be Native American Day. It should be. Suck it. No, they had a treaty with the tribe, and it was basically like the pilgrims will help protect them from other tribes, and then the, and that also that tribe would protect the pilgrims as well. So it was like, you scratch my back, I'll scratch your back. Mm-hmm. So the pilgrims, you know, it was like a fall-winter party, just started going crazy and like, boo, boo. Shooting muskets and shit and going hog wild on hard ciders. Oh, yeah. So the the tribe came to check it out. Like, what the fuck is happening? And just kind of sat outside the city limits and watched these assholes, like, shoot shit and get drunk. So they're like, well, we'll stay just in case there's a fight. And that was the first. Thanksgiving. The history of the first. Fat white shooting guns. Well, I got to tell you, Case, I'm, I'm a little disappointed at your research. You didn't go deep enough to find my thesis on Thanksgiving. Mm. So I, 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 I forward you all an image. Uncle Sam's Thanksgiving dinner. It's a, a lovely tableau of, of everyone yeah. coming together. So Thomas Nast, we got your picture. And I got his number. Let me, can I say that? <laughs> all right. I, uh, you know, I, uh, I got a little something to Did say. Did I adequately describe it for what you're about to do? Yeah, I, I you know, you have, uh, go for Thanksgiving it. Thanksgiving scene, everyone's gathered around a table. All, like, all the races seem to be represented here. Got some fat whites on the wall. Ooh, I don't know. I don't know which way I'm going to go, left or right, so I won't, <laughs> there I won't is, tip my yeah, hand. Yeah, there is Lincoln, a fat Branson, white central with the Van Dyke and a hit and a little devil mustache. Looks like Taft. Yeah. And the caption says, Uncle Sam's Thanksgiving dinner. Come one, come all, free and equal. It's from Harper's Weekly. Do you got a date on there, Henning? Can you read that? 1869. 69. Yeah, girl. So this is uh, the 1869th Thanksgiving ever, okay? Because <laughs> <clears throat> it went back to zero AD. <laughs> All right, so I decided to write a little something on it, baby, and I was pissed. This is from a few years ago, not currently. Uh, maybe I spiced it up. Okay. Is I this didn't. proto-Megans? Is this proto-Megans before he made his ascension to... Well, this is... All right, maybe we can say this is Megans when he was wrapped up in the movement, getting gotcha. the crowd riled. So the, the title of the the- thesis is... An interesting, interesting in quotes, Thanksgiving dinner, parentheses, to say the least. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> as I finished, pre- and I begin, as I finished preparing the last of my Thanksgiving courses, the classics, sausage stuffing, mashed potatoes, cranberry relish, and yams, I also began, began preparing in my mind this thesis. What would my guests think of Thomas Nass' cartoon? And also my cooking. What would they think about having a conversation about American history on Thanksgiving? 
Finally, what would I think about it? Could I imagine Andrew Jackson sitting at my Thanksgiving table? Would it be a young, boisterous, pistol-toting Jackson? Or the wizened ex-president seeking intellectual credibility? Would it be a nightmare or a blessing? I suppose it would also depend on who I'm going to imagine sitting next to him at my table. Could it be Christopher Columbus? Anne Hutchinson, perhaps? Thomas Paine? Or maybe George Washington himself? The possibilities seem endless. Finally, as my rumbling stomach is telling me, what may be the most important topic of all? What is the ideal Thanksgiving dinner? That has a question mark and an exclamation point. <clears throat> and that's your, that's your thesis statement. That's the thesis. Oh, yeah. Don't break it down yet. First, <laughs> first, as I analyze Thomas Nast's cartoon, I find myself searching for criticisms prior to first finding meaning. Alliteration. So I reversed my approach and found that I believe the cartoon to hold a very positive message. In Nast's cartoon, we see a diverse group of people of European, Asian, African, and Native, true, in brackets, American yeah. descent, both men and women, all seated at the same table about to enjoy a meal universally. They are overlooked by a founding father, the great emancipator, treasure general U.S. Grant, Lady Liberty, as well as some political issues of the day, women's suffrage, and self-government. Was the, what, With this, Nast may be trying to represent what America's history has given its people and hopefully will continue to give prosperity to all. Nast may also be trying to exclude that even exude... <coughs> Nast may also be trying to ex exude that even controversial political issues can be put aside if people can come to... Oh, that was a Megan. Did you hear that? Can yeah. be put aside Hi. if people can come together reasonably. However, they will still remain on the table. <laughs> In parentheses. This is very Megan's-y. Yet there are criticisms that can be made in his drawing, which I'll allow my now-arriving dinner guests to point out. After finishing mine and my significant other's Thanksgiving spread, I don't know why spread is in quotations. It's gross. <laughs> Our guests all sit down to digest and attempt to fight our oncoming naps. How American is that, huh? This is when American I whip quotation out... quotation marks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. Nazi. This is when I whip out the NAS cartoon, expecting to hear groans. Yet, to my surprise, there was excitement for this activity. I asked what their thoughts were of the cartoon, and to my surprise, the response was instantly and universally negative. My Brazilian guest, Gil, as <laughs> a real person... <laughs> Kill. <laughs> Although I don't know if he's from Brazil. I think he is. My Br I think he was born here, though. My Brazilian guest, Gil, first pointed out that there were no Latinos represented. Gentlemen, can you confirm? Well, that Very one guy's got his head turned. He could be Latino, but I can't see his face. Which guy? <laughs> this guy. Oh, yeah. The guy next to the baby with the mohawk. <laughs> Latino, am I right? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, he's probably a celebrity's kid. You know how those babies always have cool haircuts? <laughs> Um, let's see. My Brazilian guest, Gil, Foist, first pointed out that there were no Latinos represented. Tony, also an illustrator, was quick to praise Nast's influence on illustration, but also how stereotypical he made everyone appear. Yeah. Finally, my guest, Patricia, 
pointed out that all of the women but one were attending to children. These, I felt, were all valid observations, and if I were to add my own, it would be that only white males adorn the walls, and it is a white fat male. I didn't say fat. It is a white male at the head of the table. Would you agree? Where's, which is the head? Fat, white, guy totally. Or the black guy with the white woman. <laughs> I'm just saying. The other head. I haven't gotten to the conclusion yet. You want to spoil my paper? That's, how I, that's my hot ending. There's also oh, no, a black sorry. man with a white woman. No, um, uh, it, it would be that only white males adorn the walls, and it is a white male at the head of the table. And I believe that the head of the table would be the only place that Ax- Andrew Jackson would allow himself to be. Is that supposed to be Andrew Jackson? No. In Andrew Jackson's second annual message to Congress, he states the consequences of a speedy removal will be important to the United States and to the Indians themselves. Sound like anybody we know? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) And this is the guy I'm inviting to my Thanksgiving dinner? Who, me? (laughs) I'd imagine he'd burst in larger than life, immediately seeking conversation. Perhaps he would ask, who will be joining us to dine? To which I would hesitantly respond, well, um, Christopher Columbus, Benjamin Banneker, Thomas Jefferson, and Gulp, Shawnee Chief, Shawnee Chief Tecumseh. I believe he may respond with, there will be splendid conversation had by all, especially between myself and my little red child, Tecumseh. <laughs> In his, in his, he said that shit. He said that shit at my oh, Thanksgiving. He actually said that. Yeah, yeah. That that <laughs> to is in you quotes. in person. That's in quotes. That's in quotes. He said it. In his plea to the Choctaws and Chickasaws, Tecumseh stated, "Sleep no longer, O Choctaws and Chickasaws. In false security and delusive hopes, our broad domains are fast escaping from our grasp." To this, I believe Jackson may ca- casually reply, "You got that right." <laughs> There is no doubt in my mind that a duel between these two leaders would ensue around my Thanksgiving table. Hopefully with turkey legs rather than pistols. (laughs) Oh, come (laughs) vegans! To break up the entanglement, I would then hope Thomas Jefferson would jump in with a line from his first inaugural address given in 1801. May that infinite power which rules the destinies of the universe lead our councils to what is best and give them a favorable issue for your peace and prosperity. Then, as though on cue, Benjamin Banneker would chime in with, One universal Father has been given, hath given being to us all, and that he hath not only made us all of one flesh, but the, that he hath also, without partiality, afforded us in the same sensations, and endowed, endowed us all with the same faculties. That was a letter he wrote to Jefferson. Sadly, both Jefferson and Jackson, being massive slaveholders, would probably go off on a tangent about the inferiority of the African race. Scumbags. However, let's hope these, this leaves Banneker and Tumsah, Tecumseh alone long enough to discuss the progress and future of their prospective races. Finally, I believe Columbus may be confused as to why all of these men are not currently enslaved under the Castilian Empire. An attempt at humor. <laughs> That's in parentheses there. <laughs> oh, boy. I love how you're making everyone into an asshole. <laughs> They're jerks. <laughs> to conclude, there is a black man and a white woman at the head of the table. 
Do we agree with that or not? No, that's not Sorry. real. That's not true. <laughs> it's the butt of the table. Who yeah. said that? Was that was that Columbus in a fit of rage? <laughs> to conclude, I will quote quote from the beginning of our founding illegals by William Hoagland. Every nation is a nation of immigrants. Go back far enough and you'll find us all. This statement, I would imagine, may perplex all of my dinner guests, but perhaps I could explain it to them by using parts of my ideal. Thanks. Mm. Oh, this is Megan's. This is Megan's. All right. Go back. Uh, let's see. This statement, I would imagine, may perplex all of my dinner guests, but perhaps I could explain it to them by using parts of my ideal Thanksgiving meal. To Tecumseh, <laughs> the corn and the beans, along with our plump Thanksgiving turkey, are on our table from your native America. To Mr. Ba- <laughs> to Mr. Banneker, the yams that we are join, uh, enjoying come from your native lands of Africa. To Christopher Columbus, we are using spices that were found all around the world by explorers. I just want to make it to go, to Columbus, suck it. <laughs> you can suck it. On my scale of genocide, you're number one. To Christopher Columbus, we are using spices that were found all around the world by explorers like yourself. And finally, both to President Jefferson and President Jackson, we have sweet desserts and liquors because they seem to honor the decadence of Europe. Ooh! <laughs> so as you Suck see, it, fat whites. <laughs> oh yeah, they are fat. See, Columbus got off easy compared to those two. <laughs> yeah, he actually kind of got. Yeah, he actually kind of got praised a little bit, didn't he? Spices were Marco Polo. All he did was steal. <laughs> You're right. I was, I was, all right, all right. It's, so as you, I got, I got one line left. So as you see, our foods are all immigrants to our table. We are all immigrants to our nation. Oh my God, I got to read this. There's one more part to this sentence. And it's in parentheses, so I'm just going to set up that the last two words I say are parenthetical, and it yes. fits, but if you read it, you're like, it sounds not great, but it makes sense. But So as you see, our foods are all, quote, immigrants to our table, as we are all immigrants to our nation, except Tecumseh. <laughs> <laughs> Finn. Suck it, America! Oh man, that's <laughs> my we, that's my uh, that uh, that should be read once I become Dehans Ron Hubbard, L Ron Dehans, <laughs> L Dehans Hans. Once I hit that status, this will be read prior to everyone's Thanksgiving meal. As, as my new song LBGTQQAI to do do as is played. That's what's happening. Your vision of a united of an America united around food. Um yeah, that's right. Food is people. People is food. Or people are food. <laughs> and America's full of fat white foods. Like lard. <laughs> I love that. Oh, Jefferson and Jackson got the decadence of your life. They don't make anything. They just like <laughs> cleared out their um, liquor cabinet and had their slaves make desserts. I doubt, <laughs> I doubt they'd be offended by that. And say, yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah, we're rich. And Columbus just and brought a bag of salt. <laughs> <laughs> Himalayan pink salt. He's a real hipster. <laughs> Henning, what I'm are you doing? I'm 
I'm seeing a nationality you didn't call out yet, the, the Irish guy off to the far right. Clearly <laughs> Irish. I think Henning's being a little German Day Parade. <laughs> but if you look I all the way so. to the right of this image, the guy mm-hmm. with the flipped up hair and the natty sideburns, definitely oh, Irish. Yeah. The guy in total profile? Yep. Well, can we talk about the woman next to the guy carving the turkey with the old stinky face? <laughs> Which one? There's two stinks. The fat face, the fat one. Look She's at just the- like mad shade. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's one group that's represented here. Go one, go stink face, baby to zombie Undead holding American baby. Yeah. yeah, that guy's missing the bottom half of his face. He's like a pre. <laughs> he's like somebody out of preacher with no chin. <laughs> Come on, Nast. Nast was a I racist. will say, <laughs> to defend Thomas Nast, I bet he, his response would be, people are stupid, and if I don't draw them as characters, everyone would just assume they're all white. Right. But the thing is, so he's making a point here, I think, right? It's like an inclusion point. He's trying to he be is, a good guy. But he wasn't a good guy. Nast himself. He took down Boss life. Tweed. He did. He took down the Tweed, but I think he was... I think there's, I think he, I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to put anybody on the list today. Excuse me. <laughs> it's, it's Thanksgiving. You're on Nast's list. And I'm giving Nast a past. Okay? Nast past. That's a new Thanksgiving tradition. We go around the table and do we, who do we give the Nast past to? He gets the inaugural pass. He gets the first one. It's like getting, it's like saving that turkey's life. Nast pass. <laughs> Past past. Henning, do you uh, are you I, are you feeling a little angsty about Thanksgiving? <laughs> I also did a when you you were talking about your your thesis. I went back and found some art criticism of my own. Ooh, oh, I did yes. When, when I was eighteen, back in Portland. Oh, this is coming in hot then. <laughs> what the? Should I do a voice? I, it's not particularly emo. I need a. It's I need not like a, emo. Well, it is pretty okay. Yeah, you're from Portland at the age of eighteen. So you were eighteen in what? Nineteen. Let me think. You were probably eighteen in nineteen ninety nine. Ooh, I can't think of a more emo Ooh. place or time. <laughs> no, in Portland. He right. hated in sync. Get some of those mustache. Get some of those uh, painted eyelashes off that paper. It fell <laughs> off. I don't know what that means. I don't either. I didn't emo kids wear eyeliner in 1999, oh. but wouldn't make sense with an eyelash. Oh my God, Henning's putting on fingerless gloves. It's just <laughs> alkaline trio lyrics. Sorry, I'm late. I was out <laughs> hating <laughs> Thanksgiving, but I couldn't wait. <laughs> the turkey's burnt, and now what should I do? <laughs> That's a Thanksgiving song. I'm writing up the phone. I'm uh, trying to use the internet. We still have a landline. <laughs> I'm writing it. I got it. Boom. I'll have to find a a, sim- a picture that evokes this so you can. You got You got to send me. Send it for the bloggy. Yeah. On last Tuesday, a sullen day whose clouds seemed on the verge of downpour. <laughs> yes. You said All this right, was a little, an emo. A emo, man. <laughs> That's how it's. This is a piece of art criticism I handed in to my my teacher. And his fingernails are painted black. <laughs> I walked off the streets of the Pearl into the Pulliam Diefenbaugh Gallery. 
Oh, the door closed like an airlock behind me, and I greeted the lonely curator, who sat as far away from the doorway as possible while still being able to see me. Mm-hmm. Details. <laughs> Why? Details, baby. <laughs> Dirt's in the details. Was I, was I mad at him for Damn being right. far away? He's he didn't man. see you as a person. You He's weren't important enough to be near. the apathy of the curator for not... <laughs> he was personally greeting me. He's keeping his distance, he, man. He was he out he was out apatheticing you. <laughs> he wins. His apathy game was stronger than yours. A group of ten foot tall Indians on a pedestal immediately lured my eye, but I ignored them and pulled myself over to the wall. There there were sculpted ears of corn, interesting mostly because the kernels some kernels were missing. Ooh, that's how I feel, man. Some days my kernels are gone, bro. This is is all just finding what to complain about. Damn right. (laughs) I know, right? Everything's like... All around the gallery were little figurines, the kind you'd buy for your mom in a mall shop, representing (laughs) what I assumed to be colonial life. Suck it, mom. The colors were drab. (laughs) Puritan, you might say. I guarantee I thought I was so clever with that. (laughs) Puritan, because I'm talking about a pilgrim scene. That's not a bad line. I get it. I like it. You got to read it like a Megan's. That is. Puritans. No, that wasn't Megan's. That was the Charlotte Web Rat. This might be Charlotte Web Rat material. The Puritans. No, that was. (laughs) Never mind. That's my new Thanksgiving song. It's going to be B-52s. Cooking the turkey. Puritans are gay. (laughs) Puritans are drab. I'm I'm pulling the cue card for questioning your decisions. (laughs) I like it, I like it. Keep going. Puritan, you might say, and there was nothing shocking about any of them. They appeared to be random tableaus without any dialogue, much less harmony between them. God. That's good. I I still don't know what the (laughs) word tableau means. You were 18. Nast did a tableau. Tableau just means picture? A scene. Yeah. <laughs> just a pretty just picture? A... <laughs> I've done smokes. made some tableaus. <laughs> I see tableaus everywhere. A few interesting pieces were the ones depicting racked ships in clay. The waves were very roughly sculpted, as were the masts poking just above them. They looked like a wreck. I don't... What? <laughs> yeah. There was also a giant painting of a ship under full sail. It was simply painted for its scale, and the sky and ocean were pocked with transparent rectangular shapes. Nothing else about it was interesting, though. The ship was central. The colors were true to life. Yawn. Really yawn? That guy died 200 years ago and got paid a nickel for that painting. (laughs) And here you are like, ugh, yawn. Fuck a douchebag. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, there was wasn't a good this. painting. Fuck him. Central ship. It actually looks like a ship. Gross. Uh, looks like a piece of ship. What are you trying to say? The Indians. Trying to however, say I painted a ship. <laughs> the he does use the, You do use hard eyes, though. You notice that? This yeah. was 1999. When was the shift from I to NA? <laughs> I'm just asking. It was in the future at this point. All right. Cuspy. We're on the cusp. Give me the pass. Oh, you, you, you got the nast pass, but I gave nast the nast pass this past yeah, Thanksgiving. Henny, you got to wait till next Thanksgiving. Casey's given me his nast pass. Thank you. Uh, the the Pope has given yes. everyone a nast pass. <laughs> He's extended the abortion nast pass. 
Did you see mm-hmm. that? I did not. It's good. It's amazing. Abortion I, is okay with the Catholic Church now? He said, no longer. No, you're reading. Let's, this is a blessing. This is something to be thankful for. The Pope said in the Catholic Church, no longer do you have to have a bishop's intervention to ask for forgiveness for having an abortion. You can just go to your priest and say, forgive me. They go, yeah, fuck it. So they still stay, say it's wrong, but it's... Yeah, like he still a, said it's a whole, it's a, it's a sin, but he said it's a sin like any other goddamn sin. Just, yeah, you know, slap on the wrist. Slappy. You gotta. Read. <laughs> they, they're gonna give you one hail mary and one Henning and Dehan's paper. Yeah. You have to read a swat on the butt. <laughs> All right, go ahead. The Indians, however, were colored attractively, and their expressions slash postures seemed to be friendly. Unfortunately, they were in the same figner, figurine store, style. And almost farcically, oh god, <laughs> <laughs> I like it. And almost farcically, were mass produced. Oh boy, the corporate art- America. <laughs> the ten foot Indians were mass produced. Wow, cigar store Indians. I guess so. Yeah, Native <laughs> American. Uh, that is bad. Then that is bad art. I was right. So far, you're right on the money, the, man. The artist get my per- ire up. <laughs> the artist's purpose. <laughs> seem to have been to show how drab and sterile colonial life was, a sentiment I had already preconceived for me in American history class. <laughs> Ooh! That's the end. That's your hard ending? <laughs> eh, could use, a, could use a sharper conclusion. It's just... He's throwing history under the bus. Because <laughs> this wasn't even for a class. It was? Mm-mm. <laughs> he read that at his... field trip? At a funeral. (laughs) (laughs) And not his. He's just all too emo. He was just decided to read his art criticism. Somebody's random funeral. Who is that guy? Oh, my God. He's getting up to speak. Hey. Let let him go. Let him go. He's that that poor kid with cancer. (laughs) I was at a party with him. He said he had cancer. Just let him do what he wants. Let him speak. Hey, don't (laughs) say that. Our uncle loved art. Now he's dead. He loved tableaus. Pictures. I didn't know that. Especially the ones with the big titties. Is that like the same thing as tableau rasa? Tabula rasa? No. But tablet? It's all yeah. etymologically correct. It all comes from they, flat. Tableau comes from... They probably originate from the same root. I would think so. Like plateau. Tableau. <laughs> uh, tablet mixed with plateau. Tableau. High art. High picture. <laughs> High picture. Oh, man. So we had to, we brought the angst, but I think uh-huh. we might have something, maybe a little treat. For the, for the, folk, for the, for the folks. Oh, right don't no, don't call we... it what it is. You don't want to know behind the scenes. Maybe the Thanksgiving fairy will drop something after our. The Thanksgiving gift. <laughs> Some stuffing. Maybe he'll stuff one more piece of shit at you before this <laughs> this episode ends. We could really create a whole. So like, oh my god, that's it. Jesus, his religion, arguably one of the bigs, Christianity, mm-hmm. is surrounded one around what, what holiday? Christmas. Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, he He's got two. two. Easter. So Dom. Arguably soon to be one of the biggest mm-hmm. can be around Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, but you got to give him two. 
St. Patrick's Day. Because it's close to my birthday. The prophet. I'm like the Muhammad of... Is that is that I would the accept I would accept uh, Dom Dom goes gets down with that St. Patrick's vibe. I do that. Sure. Drinking that's when, and throwing up and being an asshole. But no, that's the deal. The history of Dom St. Patrick's Day is he turns off his monitor for one day <laughs> and lets his creation do what it wishes. That's why you get all because these parades. We're all Irish on St. Patrick's Day. It's and, a unifying thing. Does he not like the Irish? He gives, Dom giveth, the eyes. His Dom, his name is Dom. He's definitely Irish. Dom and Dom is Italian. Dom is all all encompassing. Dominic. Dominic's not Irish. That's Italian. I would have said so. Yeah, both hard eyes, all three. Italian, Irish, 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 the plug uglies, the Irish. Um, I'd go oh. with St. Patrick's Day. That's a good time. Thank, but first Thanksgiving, I got a song I'm working on with the help of Alkaline Trio and Henning's uh, emotions. <laughs> <laughs> it's, going to, it's going to include not just Thomas Nass, who we'll always give a Nast pass to, but we're going to draw some more people on this goddamn table, and they're going to be L's. They're going to be B's. They're going to be G's. They're going to be T's. There's going to be two Q's. Q and his buddy Q. Hi, my name's Q. This is my brother Q and this is my other brother Q. (laughs) And there's going to be an I and there's going to be an A. And it's all going to sit under the umbrella of D. Dom. Big Dom. But it also stands for deliver us from evil. We're all connected. Is Dom everybody's an alien Irish or not? And everybody, yeah, it's all. And everybody's, well, the Iris. There's, we gotta talk. Um, That's gonna be the best T-shirt ever because it's gonna have the rainbow LGBTQ, the weird shit about Dom, and then just in that script, everybody's Irish. <laughs> oh my god! I'm and then do you get a discount at the T-shirt factory? Why do you have so many arguing logos on? And there? why aren't you wearing pants and just stickers on your butt cheeks? <laughs> And they're turkey stickers. All right. Boy, guys, I think I don't want to hard end it, but I got to go to work. I got to go fucking work for the fat whites of this world. Give me the raspberry. I'm saying Trump because I'm getting fucking trumped. I got to go to work. (laughs) Shit. We almost almost made it without raspberry. Well, we're leaving them on a hot. We're going, going out low, but coming in hot. What does that mean? We got a little our Thanksgiving stuffing. Oh yeah, we'll stuff it. That that our stuffing will give my raspberry the nast past. <laughs> <laughs> That's an hour. We almost made it. That's an hour, gents. Without ma- mentioning trouble. Oh shit! Ooh, oh, boo! Raspberry. Stuff your turkey with that, you white piece of shit. <laughs> Jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. Gentlemen and ladies, if you would please make it to the deck, your comedic regalement shall begin shortly. Hey, all right, all right, great to see everybody, even you, ma'am. Oh, excuse me, sir, I'd stick it up those chin whiskers or people might start talking. Oh, I... I'll have you know that I am a man of the cloth. 
and whiskers upon thine chin is strictly forbidden by God. Okay, now we're rolling. Speaking of cloth, what's with all the burlap these days? Rubs me worse than my ex-wife? Blasphemer. It is a sin to break the sacred bond of marriage. Only for the act, folks. Only for the act. I am just kidding. I have been happily married for four scores now. Give it up for marriage. Give it up for marriage, folks. And speaking of, witches. I hate them. You know what I hate about witches? You never know which one's which. <laughs> to play on words, right? <laughs> That's a sin! Right? Witch humor? Must be a sin. <sighs> and speaking of sins, hey, I found out there's an 11th commandment. What? It's ketchup. Commandment? Condiment? No, it's not. <sighs> Okay, don't like the new stuff. Okay, uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. I I'm excited to be playing this fine vessel. Thank you for having me. Just one thing. The name? Mayflower? It's September, and we're on a ship. I don't get it. I don't get it. Well, this uh. ship was named for that beautiful, blessed flora which is sacred in the eyes of the Lord. I see. I see. I'm not doing so hot up here. Uh, hey, guys, you're really throwing me to the witch's fire. Well, not yet. Ooh. Okay, oh, all right. Oh. Some hacklings, fine. All right, I'm loosening up. Um, what's with all the salt pork? Am I right? Oh, <laughs> oh. <Agnes. laughs> it's so true. I mean, geez, give a guy some vegetables. I mean, I've been sucking on so many lemons to avoid scurvy. I'm more bitter than my mother-in-law. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay, you, sir. What's with those buckles on your shoes? I've seen more shine on inmate shackles. <laughs> yes, it's true. No shine for me, I'm afraid. It's my penance. <laughs> well, I'd repent quicker before the Indians offer you the beads. And you, sir, I've seen more teeth on a banished adulterer. I mean, come on. All the way to another man's bed. I'm going to die in the woods. Ooh. Oh, yes, it's true. Disease has taken quite a hold of me gums. But it shall not take me. <laughs> well, if it doesn't, the Indians will. <laughs> All right, that's my time. You guys have been great. Uh, remember, always tip your slaves. I'm Roderick Smythefield. Good night, everyone. Oh, well, Dentworth. I must admit I had my doubts, but his comedic acting proved delightfully entertaining. Yes, I agree, Minister. A very welcomed reprieve from our journey upon these rough seas. <laughs> I'm in total agreement. Hilarious. Just hilarious. So, he's definitely a witch, then. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. He certainly definitely. is. Wit is Satan's sharpest tool. So... We burn him at the stake? Chumley, you fool. This is a wooden ship. We'd go up like brush fire. <laughs> <laughs> we slit his throat. <laughs> yes. I'm late, I was busy with Thanksgiving, cause it shouldn't wait. 
Irish Dom was born this day today, and I celebrate the Dom who taketh and the giver, and Dom creates from this day to every day. And it's been long enough to make today Dom's giving time, cause if he's tired enough, if Dom goes offline, we'll sleep for days. We'll sleep for days. From his basement, we became his avatars with the sun and moon. Irish Dom began all day today, and we sing his tune of thanks for giving us the liver. And steer Dom from this day to St. Pat's Day. If Dom goes offline, we'll sleep for days. We'll sleep for days. You're do 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 There you go. Thanks be to Dom. Happy Dom's Giving Day. <laughs> <laughs>